You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. I'm so thrilled to have you. Thanks for connecting. It's good to be community with you. You know, we've been preaching about community. Our worship services lately have been focused on community, and I just want to stop and take the opportunity before the podcast today to tell you how grateful I am to be in Christian community with this church family. Thank you, every one of you, for the way that you love unconditionally, for the way that you forgive and show grace, for the way that you meet each other's needs. It is awesome to follow Christ with you. So let's keep it up. Today's podcast episode will be a little bit personal for me. You know, Sunday uh, I preached about community, but we acknowledged Father's Day. We talked about what it is to be a father. And, and I just want to share some reflections from me. Um, you know, I, I love our church. I loved the, um, I got a few text messages on Sunday from church members just encouraging me as a dad. I appreciate that. Uh, of course, you know, Lindsay and the boys, you know, they we took a Father's Day picture and I got my Father's Day gift and that was fun. But as a church, I want to share a couple of lessons, a few of the things that I have learned spiritually uh, in my journey just through through the boys. And so here's a here's a couple of things. Um, yeah, first of all, I remember when our first child was born, and of course it was the same with, with both of the other two boys. I remember feeling this weight, like for the first time in my in my life, I felt this responsibility for somebody else's discipleship. And, and in, in truth, I had been responsible for other people's spiritual journey in some way, um, you know, in the past as a disciple maker in college or as a youth minister, and even as a husband with my wife, you know, as Lynn's and I try to follow Jesus together. But something sort of changed when when I had a child and I, and I felt the weight of, you know, hey, Ben, as you follow Jesus, you know, your walk with Christ is going to be directly reflected um, in in this other human being's life, like the way that you approach God. And I, so I just want to, I want to reflect on those responsibilities and pass those down. I bet a bunch of other dads who are listening to the podcast today would say, yeah, me, hey, me too. And that's awesome. Like it's a privilege and a joy, but it's also a little bit scary. Um, so I want to share a little bit about what I've learned from that. So first of all, it's legitimate, it's true. And just engaging in that part of fatherhood, you know, that I am responsible for somebody else's discipleship journey, in some ways responsible. It's a reminder of the Great Commission, like that all of us are supposed to be engaging in Great Commission discipleship all the time. Like really and truthfully, all of us are supposed to be having more of a bearing on the discipleship of the world around us probably than we think about, than we ever reflect on. And so while I feel that weight primarily at home, because I think my, I'm supposed to be the disciple maker at home more than in other environments in the community, uh, it just reminded me that, hey, you know what? Honestly, I'm supposed to be making a discipleship impact all the time, all around. You know, I think about, well, the, you know, the question for me was like, well, what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what am I supposed to do? Do I just take them to church every Sunday? And I'm going to tell you something, some of the things that are working for, for us or for me, um, so I want to be the primary disciple maker for my kids. I want Lynn's and I to be the ones shaping their faith. And a few of the things that I've learned, you know, number one, it is absolutely um, not enough just to have them in church every Sunday. Now, 
okay, let me say, I think it's important to have kids in church every time the doors are open. It, that habit, that routine is powerful and important. Like to wake up on the first day of the week and know that you're going to go and worship the Lord with your church family. Uh, I think that's paramount. I think it's huge. But that's not enough. So that doesn't make a disciple. That doesn't change a heart. That doesn't soften faith. So the things that I'm learning are useful environments. You know, Lynn's and I are having a very, very simple you know, family devotion. We read scripture and we pray. And sometimes conversations emerge from that. Uh, but it's a very, very simple uh, family devotion. And I think those are important. I would encourage you dads, you know, as we disciple our kids, okay, step in that direction. Uh, a lot of the time when we were not doing family devotions, we were still having our bedtime prayers. You know, I'd go lay down beside my kids and, you know, we chat for a minute and I pray for them. And I tried to pray intentionally for them and to model how to pray. And I think that's part of how discipleship is transferred from one person to another, how faith is passed along. But I think even more important is just having honest conversations. You know, when if you're fishing or riding your bike or taking a walk or coming home from baseball practice or throwing a football in the yard, you know, as you're engaging with your daughters, engaging with your sons as a father, I think one of the most important things you can do is pass along your faith journey to your children. Um, I'm not talking about just what you teach them. And I'm not talking about, you know, rules or expectations. I mean, show them how Jesus is real to you. Talk about your day. I had a hard day because I, I had to do this, but I, but I knew God wanted me to do it, so I did it. Or I was really blessed today because this is what happened. It surprised me. It reminded me that God was always with me. But show your kids how God is active in, in your faith today. I also think it's important to tell your stories of faith, like to make sure that your kids understand how you've come to faith and where you are in Jesus so that the, as they try to walk in those footsteps, you know, they'll know their dad's uh, living faith and his faith journey with Jesus. So as you disciple your kids, you know, I think it's important to be in church. I think it's important to have family devotions and nighttime prayers. But I think those daily conversations, answering the questions that kids are asking, making priorities, and showing your stories of faith are all huge. So for me, if I come home from a funeral, and which I do all the time, right? You know, my kids are going to have a conversation before the day is over about the person who passed on, the good things they did, about uh, their faith in Jesus and about what people said, because I'm trying to plant those seeds. If I go to a wedding, we're going to talk about how important it is to find a godly wife one day and how much their mom means to me. So whatever is happening in your normal life, let's learn to talk about it and show where Jesus is active in it. I think that's important. Something else that I learned, a second lesson from fatherhood for me, um, is I really began to understand, maybe even in a small way, what it meant to be loved by God. Um, now, granted, I have never loved my son nearly as well as God has loved me, so I'm not even pretending. But here was this child that I loved in a way I'd never loved another person, you know, just the day they were born. And a few things I learned about that. The main thing is I just learned a little bit more about unconditional love. So think about it like this, right? As a dad, we totally love our kids when they're born. This is before they've hit any home runs. This is before they've made A's on their uh, math test. This is you know before they've gone off to college. This is before they got a job. This is before they married some girl that you liked. This is you know before they you know chose not to lie or before they told the truth about breaking the window or learned to ride the bike or anything, right? You love your kid like crazy before they've done anything. So think about it. There's this child that you totally adore, and they have never earned that. They haven't mowed the grass. They don't bring any money into your home. You know, they, they don't clean their room for a long time. 
So here's this child that you love, not because of anything they've done, but just because of what's in your heart. And for the first time, I started to understand a little bit about how God loved me. I mean, I am a sinner. I have, man, I have let God down more often probably than I have come through for the kingdom. But fully aware of that, it was powerful for me as a dad to reflect on the fact that the reason God loves me is because of what's in God's heart, is because of what God has done, not because of what I've done. And that set me free. That brought me a moment of clarity that helped me understand more about my relationship with God than a whole bunch of my seminary classes or experiences in church. And so I just want to pass that on to our church family today is that, you know, God loves you today. Your heavenly father loves you today, not because of what you've done right, not because of what you've earned, not because of how perfect or amazing you are. He loves you because of what's in his heart. So I just want to encourage you today, relax, just slow down and be loved by your Heavenly Father. So as we celebrate Father's Day on Sunday as a church, these are a few of my reflections on fatherhood and faith. Thanks for letting me share those.